Hi everyone, it's Marilyn Alori and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? I am going to do a little intro and explain to you what you're going to hear on this particular episode of Who Can It Be Now? Um, the other day I went on a little bit of a rant on my Facebook page about uh, excuses and how people make a lot of excuses and therefore it's a distraction to their success. And I felt that it was really good what was coming through me in the moment. I didn't know I was going to do it. I read an email. It annoyed me. I needed to ruffle feathers. I jumped on Facebook Live and I started ruffling some friggin' feathers. And I'll share a little bit more about this now, why I think it's important to stop making excuses and how you're making excuses. You're not even aware of it. But I just went on there and I was like, that is it. I'm going to start calling this out and I'm going to talk about it. And after I did that, I was like, oh, this needs to be on my podcast. It's very good. So we're actually giving you two things today. One is going to be the Facebook Live about excuses. And the other one is going to be about a bridge job, which is something that I've taught in my programs. And it's extremely beneficial when you're building the career that you love and desire to do, but you can't yet, you're not yet making money from doing it. So the bridge job will definitely help you to understand how to position yourself in a place and in a job that could really support you as you pursue your goals and your endeavors. So the first thing about making excuses, um, I definitely talk about this, but I want to share now what I've noticed in my business as I'm shifting, evolving, changing, growing, I no longer making any excuses. I'm taking full on responsibility for everything that's going on with me. And I noticed when I was rewriting my goals uh, this quarter, I'm, you know, it's April, 2023. So it's a new quarter. I do 90 day goals. I follow a 90 day goal plan. And I have yearly goals and I was rewriting my yearly goals and I was like, oh my goodness, they've all shifted and changed. They've grown, they've expanded. And I wasn't expecting that. Like how many times do you write goals for the first of the year? And then the, at the end of the year, you may review them and the goals haven't shifted or changed. And, or maybe they shifted and changed a tiny bit. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And it wasn't so much about the action. It's definitely about the action I took, but what shifted was my perspective the possibilities, the limitless things that I could have available to me. And that was all because I pers I'm pursuing my goals and I'm not pursuing them from a place of scarcity, lack, fear. I'm doing it from creativity, innovation, um, fun, um, just excitement. There's so much there. And I'm also being extremely productive with my time, which I think a lot of you struggle with produ productivity, time, productivity. So the reason why I went on a little bit of a rampage is I'd been communicating with a few different people. One was a coaching client and others have been um, in Facebook Messenger thinking about taking one of my programs. And I've noticed the excuses and I called people out on it because I don't, it, whether they take my program or not is, it's going to be up to them if it, it feels right to them, up to me if I feel they're right for it. I don't let just anyone in Next Level Living. I really don't. People might think that's not true. It's a sales tactic. It's very true. It ha you have to be at the right uh, position to come in. And, and you may not be at the level, but you, you have to be ready, willing, and wanting to change your life, to go into that program. And it's a certain type of uh, energy that comes up. So with that said, what I've noticed from people is they'll be like, um, I, I'm in debt. I can't do something. Or, And this is just about pursuing their dreams. It's not even about coming into my program because I don't even invite them until I get to start talking to them to find out what's keeping them blocked. I don't have people to support me. I don't have time. Um, I, I'm too tired. Those are all excuses. 
And those excuses aren't true. What's going on underneath those excuses is what you have to look at. And what's going on underneath them is mindset. You don't believe in yourself enough. You don't believe in your product idea. You're afraid you're not going to see it through. You don't trust yourself. All of that is fine, but you work on it. So when I talk about like people in next level living, it's not that they don't ever struggle with those types of things that come up, but they don't use it as an excuse. They look at it and they're like, okay, then I need to do something about this because this is starting to hold me back from my dreams. And it's not true. It's a story I'm telling myself to keep myself safe, but is it really keeping myself safe? No, it's not. And I can speak to this because this was me. Just the other day, I was getting into that time thing. I don't have enough time. I have so much to do. I don't have enough time. I have so much to do. I'm like, F that. And that's why I use a calendar. And that's why I record everything. And that's why I make a list. So if I can't get to it today, I'm going to get to it on Saturday, or I'm going to get to it from a month from now. It helps me to prioritize what really needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done. Stop making excuses. They're stopping your dream. So, so let's take a dream. Let's take an excuse of, I don't have enough money. There might be a lot of truth in that, right? I, I don't get into people's finances. If people are like, I don't, I'm not like go charge it. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your finances. That's your business. I'm not one of those people, but I am going to say, then deal with it. Deal with your finances. Don't make it an excuse. Deal with your mindset around money because many times it's not even about the debt you're in. It's about your mindset about money. It's about your scarcity, lack, and fear around money. It's about you not trusting yourself with having enough money because maybe you spend it or buying things is another conversation. I buy things, people buy things and they don't take the class then. So they feel like it's a waste. There's times I buy a class. I don't do it. And my life still changes because I invested in myself. So look at your excuses and stop making them. And I knew like when I left that Facebook um, live, not many people commented on it because I was ruffling and I'm doing this because one, I can't work with people who make excuses. I just can't. I'm done with it. And two, people aren't ready to hear it. And those aren't my people. They should be with somebody else. I used to be a coddler. I used to be like, I know. Oh, so I'm so sorry. I'm done. Don't want coddling, not coddling anymore, because I've been in this business long enough to see people stay in the same place with the same story for years. And it frustrated the heck out of me. And it wasn't, didn't frustrate me for quite a few years. I'd be like, oh, let me, let me do this. Let me do that. I was at a different place. And then I started like looking at like, well, do something about it then. Get over it, move through it, heal through it do something about it. And it really became frustrating to me when people kept coming to me with the same story. And then I'd say, did you do this? Oh yeah, I did it. I'm like, did you really do it? Because you didn't. One person in particular, and I'll never forget this. And I, I shared this, I think not on the Facebook live. I shared it with a client. I think she told me, um, I called her out because she was saying that this was happening. That was happening. I can't do this. Nobody supports me. Nobody loves me. All this kind of stuff. Nobody supports you and loves you. Find people that support and love you. I create groups that people stay in because everybody is so supportive of each other. Because I won't allow anything else. I was in a group where it was horrible. The teacher was horrible. She favored people. And it was horrible. And I won't do that to people. I won't allow um, vic uh, nonsense to go on, especially ego. Ego. I had somebody in a group once that was all egotistical, like, just do it, just get over it. Da, da, da. And then that person wanted to come into next level living. I was like, nope, 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 you're not coming in. 
you, you're already showing you don't need the help. You already said you don't need it. You keep telling everybody that you're, you're so much better than them. You're not coming into my group. So find a group that supports you. Find a teacher. Let me, oh, I'm going to a whole thing about a teacher. You ready? I need to do a whole podcast on this. If you don't have a teacher that celebrates your greatness and sees your greatness and is threatened by your greatness, get the F out of that group. Because I was, I was talking to one of my other coaching clients yesterday and she's doing incredible. And um, she's, Susan, I'm going to say her name because I think she wouldn't care. Amazing. And I was thinking about her after. And I was like, I'm so grateful that I held so much space for her and I'm able to see people's greatness more than they can see it. And I'm able to hold it up to them. And then they're able to expand even more. And I don't sit here threatened by their greatness. I had another Monique shared something with me yesterday and I'm not going to share it yet because I don't know how public it is. And I, and she was like, did you ever do this? Did this ever happen? Did this information ever come through? It was friggin' incredible. And I was like, no, I'm not one of these channelers. It's like, oh yeah, I already know that. No, I celebrate my friggin' people. I want them to blow the doors off of the, their lives and to affect so much change. So get away from teachers that are like, oh yeah, I already do that. Even if they don't, you can always tell the phony. Some of them may, some of them may do it. But most really established teachers that are really confident in their abilities, they don't need to shove down your throat what they're capable of doing. Look, I'm very strong in my boundaries, what I'm able to do. I believe in my work. I don't um, deny it. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm a friggin' excellent reader. I know that. But I don't also do it in a way that I'm better than you. I don't do any of that crap. I'm confident in myself. I want you confident in yourself. Let's be confident. So excuses. Don't make excuses. If you're like, I don't have the right teacher. I don't have the right person. Focus on solution. Focus on shifting it. So I'll tell you one other story. I was going to tell you something else. I'll see if it comes in, but I think you'll love the Facebook live that I did around this. It tells you more and it's going to empower you. It's not going to make you feel bad about yourself. I'm not here to make you feel bad about yourself. Like the one client who I'm calling out on her excuses, it's because I think she's an incredible writer. I, I and then she shared something that she wrote and I'm like, are you kidding me? Get it out there. And she's great because she's like dealing with me. Say, she knows I'm doing it from a place of love because I care, but I also want to celebrate her. I'm like, you know, I want you to know you're doing it. We're having a conversation. We're in work together. So it's, it's a beautiful experience. I don't need the person to be, you're coming to me for help. You're not, you're going to need help, right? So I want to help you through that. I don't want you to ever feel bad about yourself, but I am going to call stuff out. So the other thing is, um, the best thing to do when you're in the problem is ask for solution. And I just did this myself, right? So I have guidance all around me. I'm always being guided. I'm always talking to my guides. I'm always know what's going on. I know what to do. Um, if I get a little cloudy, I will reach out for help. You know, I just, uh, I'm recording this on April 6, 2023. And like 10 days ago, I went back to therapy because I was, I couldn't find my truth in something. And I wrote the therapist and I said, I, I'd like to do some sessions with you because I can't find my truth in this particular situation. And I need some help with it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And she's great. I love this therapist. I was so happy that she was like, sure, come back in. She's not like one of these people that says, you got to see me. I've been in so much therapy, you know? So anyway, this, I was struggling with something last night and I'm not going to get into the story. And um, it's very, very close to my heart. 
and it was really plaguing me. And it's, I, I really should probably tell the story. Um, I don't want to just yet, but it's something and some, some being that is so close to my heart and there's a struggle going on. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I go a little bit into panic, not panic. It was actually, it was a solution based where I got online and I was like, what do I do? And I started looking up things and I wrote the, the person I needed to wrote to get expert advice. And then it was actually about my dog. So it doesn't matter. I wrote uh, the vet and I'm like, I'm trying to figure stuff out. And um, I went to bed and um, I worked on him and then I went to bed and I woke up this morning and I was doing my journal session and I was like, wait a second, ask for help. Ask the universe to help you. Ask for intervention, you know, ask the universe to give you solution. So I paused and I did pray th last night about it. And then I asked the universe for solutions. And all of a sudden they just started dropping in like crazy ass solutions. And I, I even messaged my vet and I, she answered me this morning. I read it like 7 a.m., 6 a.m. I don't even remember what time it was because I get up early. And as she gave me solutions. And I was like, that's what you need to do. Don't stay in the problem. Don't stay in the excuse. Don't stay in the scarcity. Don't stay in the fear. Don't stay in the lack. Ask for solution and then remain open to it. But if you ask for solution and you remain a victim, like it's not going to work, nothing works, nothing ever works for me. And I'm not saying, let me say something real quick about victim, because I was a victim for a long time, so I can speak to this. I'm not saying that that's not your experience. It's going to continue to be your experience if you stay there. So I became very solution-based completely. And then that last night, it caught me because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm scared here. This is something I love so much. But I don't stay there. I'm like, all right, spirit, I know you got me. Show me what I can do. And you don't want to say my track record is it never, you, it, get out of that. That's keeping you back. Start rewriting a new you from this moment forward at every moment. Don't base it on the past. So notice when you're making excuses, pause, even if there's some truth in it for you. Say, well, what's the solution here? What can I do in this moment? Maybe you can't go and spend that $10,000 on that class you really want to take. That's probably a good decision, but you can say, all right, but I want to save for this and I really want to do this. So I'm going to stop buying coffee every Friday and I'm going to take that $6 and put it in a little piggy bank or somewhere and I'm going to save money. I don't care how long it takes, or I'm going to make sure that I pay off that low credit card that's got money on it. I'm going to figure this out. So do that. It'll change your life. So you're going to go into the Facebook Live, which I, I so much more than what I just said. I didn't repeat myself. So you'll hear that one. And then what I want you to do is you're going to listen to the bridge job. The bridge job is something I've been teaching for years. And I feel it's going to be very beneficial, like I said, for those of you who are in a career that you want to leave, but you also want to make a plan. I, I never understand people who are like, I'm going to quit my job and they have no plan. They have no money in the bank for rent, nothing. And I'm like, what'd you just do? Oh, the universe is going to take care of me. Not anymore, guys. Not anymore. The universe is like, hey, we're done doing all this for you. You, you got to reach out your hand. You got to do the work. We'll do it with you. But we're not sitting. Don't sit on a, a couch and meditate. I, I don't believe in that stuff. 
And let me tell you, the people that do teach the changing of your energy and the emotions, you do have to have that, that's solution-based thinking. Because what happens is if you're like, I'm going to write this book, I'm going to make this a bestseller, then you're taking action. You're not just sitting until Oprah's book club comes and says, hey, we're going to start a publishing thing and we want you to be the first bestseller. It's not going to happen. So the bridge job is a really great way to get the job that you need in order to pay the bills while you pursue your dreams. It's also a great way to put it in perspective for yourself. If you're really exhausted, um, if you, I tell a story in the Facebook live about how I was crying every single day in production. And, and so you, you'll get that you'll like understand like, oh, and then I shifted it and how to shift it. Okay. So enjoy, you'll hear a little music and then you'll probably go into the Facebook live. And then I'm not sure, um, what Ricky will do. He may put a little music in between the next one and then you'll go to the bridge job one. I'm assuming that's what he'll do. So, um, enjoy it and remember to always, it really helps. I haven't seen a new review in a long, long time on my podcast. Um, Rate, review, subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts. It's really helpful. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. I am going to ruffle some feathers. So just be prepared that I'm going to be ruffling some friggin' feathers. Okay. And there's a good reason why I'm ruffling these feathers. And it's something that I feel a lot of people need to hear. And I am done with it, done with it in a lot of ways. So what are the feathers that I am ruffling? Could you imagine what the feathers are that I'm ruffling? Since I'm always ruffling friggin' feathers, no matter what. Okay. I am so tired, really so tired of hearing people make excuses for their dream. They argue for the limitations of their dream and they make excuses as to why they don't pursue it. And people have to stop doing that. And the reason why I can say that, there's a few reasons why I can say that with, with full on confidence is one, I used to do it myself. So I get it. And I've stopped doing it. I've taken full responsibility for my life and I've stopped making excuses. And two, I have a very high level um, coaching business, right? So I, I coach really great, incredible, conscious, wonderful people that are like doing the work. And then I have a program called Next Level Living, which is really filled with those types of people. And um, when I'm coaching people, I'm able to see, even in my classes, teaching them incredible breakthroughs because I don't let them sit in indecision or in excuses. I just won't put up with it because I see their greatness. I see how incredible they are, what like the gifts inside of them. I'm able to see all of that and they're able to see it, but I will not let people pause anymore. Like, what are you pausing about? What are you waiting for? That's what I need to know. So for those of you who are just joining me, or if you're watching this on the um, replay, let me know in the comments, let me know what you think. But I'm going to give you some ideas of what excuses look like, why you're making excuses. I didn't know I was going to do this. Why you're making excuses and how to stop making excuses. Okay. Now I understand that life happens. Life happens to all of us. Life happens to people that are billionaires. Life happens to people that are multimillionaires. Life happens to people who are um, not making that much. It doesn't matter. Life friggin' happens. You have to decide if the dream that's in your heart that you really want to go towards, you really want to do it. 
And the only reason why you're making excuses is mindset. That is the only reason. Now, I may be sounding like a B-I-T-C-H right now, but it's because I am so done with seeing incredibly gifted people sit back and wait for the right time. There is no right time. The right time is right now. If that dream is in your heart, if this is something you want to do, that book you want to write, that speech you want to go on, that program you want to start, that class you want to do, now's the time. So when I hear people say to me, oh, it's, um, I have to wait until I have this debt figured out. I have to, and I'll tell you what to do when you have those issues. Have to wait until um, my boyfriend and I break up. I have to wait until my kids are older. All of these are big, important life decisions, right? So I'm not telling you don't be a great parent. I'm not telling you to not deal with your debt. I'm not telling you to um, stay in that relationship. I'm not telling you any of that. But you don't wait until that stuff is done for you to start living your life. What you do is, okay, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this happen right now. I'm going to deal with the situation at hand that I feel is keeping me back. And I'm going to do, do something about it every single friggin' day. You don't, you just like, I don't understand it. And I can no longer work with people who do, do that, say that to me. I just can't do it because I've seen too many people for too many years when I was uh, teaching different programs that I've had. And I was coddling them like, I get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I understand. I won't do it anymore. Because after years and years of years of seeing people sit in the same place, telling me the same story, and then they have the digital program in front of them that's going to help them, but they're not doing the work. I'm not going to hear it anymore. I'd really would like to know what you guys think. So what are excuses? Excuses are I'm exhausted. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have um, the supportive people. Um, I don't have the place to do it. Find it then. Because it's really not about that. What it's about is that you don't believe enough in yourself to make it happen. That's what it's about. It's about you are struggling with trusting yourself to see it through, that people will really receive it, that you will make it happen, that it'll succeed. And you're just not trusting it. So instead, you dream about it and you just wish about it and you think about it, but you don't put it into action. So put it into action. I'm seeing people just drop off the viewership because I'm probably pissing people off. They're like, they don't know. She doesn't know my life. She, they don't know this. She doesn't know that. And you don't want to listen to me. That's fine. That's fine. Because I'm not for you then. I'm just not. I'm for the person who, and, and that might be like, you need something else. That's great. I'm not here to judge that either. I'm not. I want to work with the people who are like, I have this incredible idea. I have this book I'm ready to write. I am done with making excuses for myself. I have this speech I'm ready to put on stage. Help me to do it. Those are the people I want to work with. And then, you know, stuff is going to come up. If you're not uncomfortable, if you're not scared, if you're not brushing up against beliefs, if you're not finding people tell you, oh, you can't do it, then you're not doing it. Because those are the things that exactly happen when you decide to make your dream happen. People come out and start saying, oh, you can't do that. They're just reflecting your truth inside of you that you don't believe you can do it. Once you believe you can do it, you don't even hear those people. They just go away. Um, 
you don't believe that you're going to make it happen. So you just keep making, I don't have enough time, make time. I can guarantee that if I looked at everybody's calendar, I would find at least 30 minutes a day that you're scrolling on social media, wasting time. Make time for it. I make time every morning, every night, all during the day. And I'll tell you something else. Here's another one I always hear is, um, I don't want to work hard. Let me tell you something. When you're doing what you love, it's not work. It's absolutely not work. It is passion. It is joy. It is inspiration. It is creativity. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Last year in 2022, it was a really rough year for me because I decided to shift and change my life. I decided to 10X my life. I didn't know what that meant when I declared it. So everything that I built fell apart. It had to. It had to fall apart. And if you don't think I was scared that I was an anxious, oh my goodness. I was so scared. I was so anxious. I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on? I've had this business for so many years and everything's just falling apart. I'm firing people left and right. But I stayed with it because I knew there was something greater inside of me that wanted to be born. And I started the program through all of that. Next Level Living, I started it. And luckily I've had enough students that are with me. They're academics. I don't consider them students because they're incredible. I had enough of them that were like, yeah, we'll take this ride with you. And I didn't know what the program was. I was like, I just know they want to learn something more. Let's show up. And then it started blowing me away, the program, and blowing them away. It was really their results. Had I not taken that risk at the most difficult time in my life, I would have never been here where I am today. And now I'm like, okay, no more excuses. I'm done. I'm done. All these dreams that I've had, one of my, Monique, who's in my program, beautiful healer, amazing. And if I could say her last name, I would, and I'm going to have to ask her how to say it. She was like, and next level living takes you from wishing to doing. It makes it practical, gets you out of the, the, the thinking. Hi, Denise, another one of my beautiful, beautiful academics. Love being on this ride with you, Denise. That mandalas that Denise is making. Look, this is not a sales pitch. I want to talk to you guys who, whether you're joining Next Level Living or not, I want to give you a couple of tips and techniques to change your life. But Denise is friggin' blowing me away with what's coming out of her. You all have that inside of you. You might be like, who is this girl from Brooklyn with this friggin' trashy mouth who's telling me that I have something inside of me? But others who have seen me read, who have experienced my reading, experienced my guidance, experienced my channeling, they know that there's something coming through me that's not me. It's not of this world. And they listen. You get to listen to me or not. I, I'm not going to. I'm good with where I'm at. I'm good. I want to help those who know they have greatness inside of them and they want to bring the greatness to the world. Those are the people I want to help. And I believe in you. And I believe even bigger than you believe in yourself. That's the one thing I do. I believe in people bigger than they believe in themselves because I am able to see it. So. Don't make excuses. Or if you find yourself making excuses, first of all, let me say this right off the bat because I'm so tired of these gurus out there going, I made this and I'm great. Bullshit. Bull. We all, last year was so scary for me. So scary. But I'm glad I stayed the course. And I know now, and I'm doing all this work and I'm like, if I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not making things happen. If I'm not scared, I'm not making things happen. If I'm not pushing up against old limiting beliefs, I'm not making things happen. Comfortable is not where you want to be. Not if you want to create greatness. Look, people who um, don't want this, I'm for that. Too. That's fine. Know what you want. It's the people who know they want something and they aren't pursuing it that I have an issue with. That's where I have the issue, especially if they're working in my field. 
So mindset, it's not an excuse. It's not that you don't have, it's not time. You don't have money. You don't have this. You don't have that. You don't have the support of people. I don't have supportive family at all, at all. It's that you don't believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Do everything you can to believe in yourself. Every single thing, everything. One of my rituals in the morning now that's changed is I journal every morning, always have, because I want to get all this stuff out. So now as I'm journaling, I'm reading a book that is helping me to grow. So as I read the book, I, I journal with it. And the book has prompts in the back too, which is great, right? So I journal as I'm, and it helps me to think differently. Instead of kvetching about what's not working in my life, I'm getting active. That's one of the greatest rituals I have. It's shifting everything. And then at night, I pray. I pray to step into my greatness. And my greatness isn't about ego. It's about me seeing me and me being me. It's not about, look, of course, it helps your business when people see you, right? But my, my prayer is like, how do I step into my greatness? All those wishes. How do I step into it? Where do I need to go? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to say? How do I really summon up this belief in these beautiful creative dreams that I have and make them happen. What do I need? And that's my prayer. It's to St. Therese right now. And I love St. Therese. And because I'm so open to that prayer and I'm so with intention and I'm decided on it, all of a sudden these beautiful ideas come in, go here, go there, do this, read this, study with this one, study with that one. And then things just blossom. They blossom. And I surround myself with supportive people. That's the other thing. I am letting go of so many friendships, so many friendships, because I am done. I'm not going to sit here and convince you to see in me what I see in myself. I see it. If you don't see it, that's fine. You don't have to. We're not going to all agree with each other. There's no way. There's no way. So I don't even bother. So I'm not going to be surrounded by people who put me down. What? Why would I do that? I don't care who you are in my life. I don't care who, if you're a sibling, if you're a cousin, I don't care. I'm only going to be around people who see me, who love me and call me out. I call my students out. I'm okay with that. What's another thing? Main thing is mindset. Everything is mindset. Everything. So I'm doing a lot of this on my podcast. So you can listen to it there. Who can it be now? I'd love to hear from all of you. I have to jump off to go on a coaching call with another client who's breaking barriers, but I'm not allowing her to sit on her laurels, I'm not allowing it. And if you want to know more about this, let me know because my business is shifting. I'm shifting. All the work that's coming through me is shifting. I want people to break out of the box, get out of that friggin' box and live out of the box. So incredible to live out of the box. So Lisa, something, I wrote a, a blog post, a, a newsletter like two weeks ago. And I wrote a post on Facebook and I said, I never stayed in a miserable job. After I left um, TV production, MTV and NBC, I worked for another network in there, but they're not worthy of me calling them out because it was a horrible experience. MTV and NBC were wonderful, had great experiences, great companies. But after I left that, because I was crying every day in my office, but I didn't stop there. I pursued my vision. I decided on my vision. I pursued it. Yeah, I went into my high paying, great friggin' job, closed the door and cried my eyes out. 
and then did my job and then left my job and did my acting workshops and did whatever I needed to do. And when I left that, when I left television production, I said, I will never stay in a job that I'm miserable again, ever. It was a commitment I made to myself. I've kept that commitment. And that was back in 96. It's been that many years. And I've kept that commitment. I refuse. Is it scary? Yeah. Now, I, I people that just leave a job because they don't like it and they don't have anything to go to, I don't agree with that either. You need to have a plan. I just don't agree with that. So have a plan. Create that plan. Make it happen. Make yourself. You, you invest in yourself. You deserve it. You weren't giving all these creative ideas just to sit back on them. You were given because that's your mission. It is your mission. Um, so at least I'm going to respond to that in a second, honey. It's good to see you. So do it. Okay. But so my podcast, I'm starting to talk more about this. I'm starting to talk more about mindset. I'm starting to give more tools and techniques in order for you to do it. My guides are moving me in this direction. It is, uh, I feel my genius of work, seeing in people what they can't see in themselves and helping them rise to that occasion and believe in it and then live it. Right. And as you're believing in it, you're living it. It's not, we wait until we believe in it and then we live it. We live it. We get challenged and then we believe in ourselves and then we live it. We get challenged and then we believe in ourselves and that's how it works. Right. So, and I'm only speaking from experience. I'm not spewing something, something I read in a book, although I read and study, I'm giving you what I've learned from my own life. Right. And I'm not telling you it's, it's all roses and cotton candy and puppies and unicorns and rainbows. It's, it's work, but it doesn't feel like work. It feels so rewarding. You know why it's rewarding? Because I'm paying attention to my soul and I'm living my truth. What's more, what can be more rewarding than that? There's nothing more rewarding than that. That somebody gives me an accolade or recognizes me? No, it's that I recognize myself. It's nice seeing my, my academics. I don't call them students because they're masters in their field. My master's. It's beautiful seeing them hit their dreams. Man, that does, you know, I'm one of these people that doesn't read um, reviews and stuff. And it's hard when I ask for testimonials to really receive the testimonials. Because I decided early on when I had a lot, when I had critics out there, you know, amongst really amazing reviews too, I decided to not let those types of experiences dictate who I am as a person. And so somebody will say to me, you have this. And I'm like, I don't look at the reviews. I stopped a long time ago. But when my, my academics tell me what's changing in their life, I witness it and see it. It does move me. It's amazing. So I want that for all of you. Stop sitting on your butt and make your dreams happen. And if you need help, contact me. I'm, oh, I'm the one who's answering my messenger and Facebook, not my assistants, not some bot. I don't have anything against people who use that, but it's not, that's me. Email us at info at If you want to know how you can get out of your own way, I have programs. If I don't have programs or you can't, I was just talking to somebody uh, on messenger and I'm like, I have this program, but I also recommend these books because I know not everybody can do it but that's okay. There's other things out there. There are things that have helped me. So let me know. Let me know. All right. Um, oh, I love seeing you, Patrice. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Patrice is somebody I grew up with and she's so beautifully stunning inside and out and such an incredible person. So 
I'm glad that that helped you, Patrice. I adore you. You always say things to me on my posts that make me feel really good. So thank you for supporting me. So Lisa said, I got to go. Um, Lisa said she lost her job today. So I'm sorry that you lost your job. But I'm also going to say congratulations, which is like from Wayne Dyer, right? He said he went into a, a radio show and he um, everybody got fired that day. And he was like talking to people like, well, what do you really want to do? And one guy wanted to be, I don't remember the story, but an opera singer, another guy. And he was like, you're now given the opportunity, right? So Lisa has been, she studied with me and she's, this has been great for me, but apparently there's a really bad, there's, there's really bad things in the background. The universe has moved me away from the crap and that's good. And that's the universe is moving you towards what you really meant to do. And is that moment scary? Yeah. Does that moment hit your ego or hit how you feel about yourself? Yeah. Anybody who tells you, oh, just brush past it. And I'm not that person, Lisa. I'm going to tell you, grieve, learn, move forward. That's what I'm going to tell you. Because no matter what, it's a hit. It's, it's a bump. You're going to feel something. Feel it, move through it, and get to that greatness. Just keep everybody's prayer. What is my greatness? You all have a greatness inside of you. You don't like that word, you can change it. What is my greatness? How can I live my greatness? What do I need to know about myself to be that greatness? What do I need to do to be that greatness? Where do I need to go to be that greatness? Who do I need to talk to to be that greatness? Who do I need to, to see to be that greatness? Just, just do that. And all before you know it, the universe will be like, I got it. You want to know about your greatness? Here, read this book. Go to this coach. Join Marilyn's Next Level Living class. Do this, do that. Watch this, listen to this podcast, talk to this friend, go ask that, you know, one of the things I was reading recently, I can't remember where it was. I think it was the book I'm reading. And it said, are you afraid to ask people for things? I'm like, that is one fear I don't have. I do not worry about you telling me no. And it came from when I was an actress and I had a lot of connections in the industry, Academy Award winning directors, people like that. And I reached out to a very vulnerable Academy Award winning director. He was my ex's uncle and we were very close. And I can't believe I'm sharing the story because now everybody's going to know who that is. And first got the response of, yeah, I can help you. We were very close from when, you know, so I didn't, didn't occur to me that there would not be anything but a yes. Um, yeah, of course, I'd love to help you. And then when I called the office, it was like, they can't help. He, he can't help you. And it hurt. It was vulnerable. It was embarrassing. It was shameful nothing against him. He had every right to say that, but I got over it and asked again and asked someone else and asked and asked and asked. I just was like, I can't care that people have the right to say, no, it's totally fine. It's not a judgment on that person. I have the right to say no. When people ask me things, don't make it stop your dream. Okay. I have to go because I have to go coach, but thank you. I'd love to know your takeaways, share this if you'd like. And, um, ask us, reach out for support if you need support. Much love to all of you. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Hi, everyone. It's me. I wanted to do a video about bridge job. <laughs> the camera just did something weird. Because um, people have been asking what a bridge job is, and I wanted to explain what a bridge job is and how to get a bridge job and what it means and why some people... Um, they may be going for jobs and not getting a job and what that's about. So a bridge job was explained to me by my guides many years ago, and it's a job that supports your studies, supports your purpose, supports what you want to do. 
So you may not yet be ready to uh, go out and do what it is you're dreaming of doing, or you're not even clear about what it is, but you know that you have an interest in certain kinds of studies. So the bridge job gives you the finances and the time in order to, uh, and the space to do that kind of work so that you could study your psychic ability, study different things that you want to study, healing, modality, whatever it may be. So it's able, so you're able to pay for it. You have the time and energy to do it. You're not tapped out and you're really excited to do it. Now, um, bridge jobs in and of themselves can be, there's a couple of things about it. So you want to pick a bridge job that really supports you. Many people, when they are um, going out and they're looking for a job and they know they need a job to pay the bills, they're not getting the job. And sometimes they don't get the job because they're, they're afraid if they take that job, they're not going to pay attention to their soul and they're not going to do the thing that their soul is, wants to do, but they want to do. So they're afraid like if they go for that job, they're not going to be able to study the psychic classes, the astrology, the healing classes, the crystal classes, whatever it is they want to steal, <laughs> study, not steal, study, because the job will not, uh, will job will suck them in and suck their soul dry so they get into this place of like a push and pull it's a very uncomfortable place where they're applying for jobs because they need the job but they're not getting the job and they don't understand why they're getting the job but the reason is is because you need to have a conversation with your soul that says hey I'm committed to these studies I'm committed to exploring this I need a job that's going to help me to support this and support explore this and then you start writing, you can write out what it is that you want in that job. I want a job that I don't take home with me. You've got to commit to that too, though, yourself. I want a job that pays me such and such a price. They're really fun. They're very nice. They give me medical benefits. They, they're excited by what I'm studying. They support me. They support me emotionally. They don't put me down. They appreciate that I'm there. You write all that stuff. You get into it. You get into like a car. It's almost like conversation, whether you're talking to your guides or not, you're conversing with your guides. This is what I want. This is what's going to support me. And then that job will show up, usually shows up. I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, if it's not, there's usually because there's something inside of you that doesn't want it. Um, that job will usually show up and support you while you do your studies and then you can study them. So that is what a bridge job is. Bridge jobs can be really, really beneficial to you. The, the most important thing I think for anyone, and Micah thinks so too, as he comes into the room, the most important thing I think for anyone who's going for a bridge job is to have that conversation with your soul first. The conversation you want to have with yourself is, I'm committed to this. You, you may not know. So when this was all happening for me, I didn't have these words necessarily. I just kind of was guided and knew. So I had the bookkeeping that was supporting me. And I had a conversation with my soul that I would never do another job that depleted me or sucked me dry again. And I didn't like bookkeeping, but I worked for really good companies and they really supported me and they paid me a nice amount of money and they, they were nice to me and it was a good atmosphere. Like they were really good people and I could work from home and I could make my own hours and I could do everything I wanted to do. So it was the perfect bridge job. And it wasn't something that as much as I, maybe when I was there, I didn't like it and it was exhausting. I was super excited to go home and focus on my acting or my um, studying with psychics or studying psychic stuff or getting together with other psychic people or, you know, going to acting classes, whatever I was doing at the time that the bridge shot was supporting me. So I had had a conversation with my soul and I said, I will never be in a job again. That makes me miserable. And honestly, I was actually the lead in an off-Broadway play. And I left that job because it was starting to make me miserable. And people thought I was nuts. Like, why would you leave a job that you're a full-time actress in? And I was like, cause I made this promise to myself that I would never do this again. And that put me on an interesting track, but it put me on this track, 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 whatever. 
So um, that is what a bridge job is. So you first want to be honest with yourself. You want to say, okay, I'm committing. I promise I'm not going to ignore my soul. I'm not going to ignore what my soul wants. I promise to put uh, nights aside to study this. It may not be every single night, but two nights a week. And you have to commit to that in a way. And then you say, this is the bridge job that I want. And you go and you apply for those bridge jobs. And the other thing that happens too is when you're applying for those bridge jobs, this would happen with me. I'd meet with different clients for bookkeeping. I'd be like, I'm not working with that person. There's no way because they do not match up with my bridge job client. So I would know to say no. I would make better decisions that way. I remember one story in particular. I went to meet with the guy and he smelled so bad. I was physically ill when I left. And I was so upset because I needed the client so bad. But I was like, I'm not going to do this to myself. I'm not putting myself in that position. And I went to my acting class and I was so upset. And I told my acting teacher and she's like, you're a bookkeeper. I need a bookkeeper. And so I started working for her at my rate. So you just, you just have to commit that kind of commitment to yourself so that you know. Um, and it'll really, really, really support you and support your studies. And then you don't have to freak out about how am I going to pay this bill or how am I going to do this or how am I going to do that? Instead, you've got that bridge job. It's not sucking your soul completely dry because it's giving you the money to take the classes you want to take, to join the membership programs, to be part of the organizations you want to be part of so you could learn and grow and get ready. And then it's an easier transition when you choose to leave. When you're like, you know what? I've studied, I got the business under my, I love this, I'm in this great program, I'm in this great membership program, this is great, I've learned now, now I feel ready to do this. And then you can start transitioning out, like, oh, I'm gonna do a coaching business, or I'm gonna be a reader, I'm gonna do this. Okay, I'm gonna start doing that now, I have the bridge jobs, pay my bills, I don't have to worry about money. You know, maybe not be paying you as much as you want, but it's giving you the money to do it. Now I'm gonna start to, oh, look at this, I'm making extra money doing what I love to do. Wow, oh my goodness, this is amazing wow, this is like what happened to me. Like all of a sudden I just went towards my passions. I just studied every time I, I like a career. I just studied what I loved. And then I had the job to pay the bills, but I still did what I love to do at night and on the weekends. And then before I knew it, I a whole career showed up and then I transitioned out and uh, that's a bridge job. Okay. Go get a bridge job if that's what you need and get the one that supports your soul and does not deplete it. Does not mean that you may not be in a job that you're like, Ugh, but you still know the difference. When I was bookkeeping, I, like I said, I had really amazing clients and they were so, so good to me. You know the difference. You know the difference and it supports you. So go get that bridge job that supports you.